their chocolate and I will say this candy is my favorite candy. Just Reese's Cups in general. Reese's Cups. If I'm at like a CVS and I want some candy, I always get a Reese's Cups. Loser. They're delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. They are. Maybe, I love- maybe they could sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not me. We Traditional Reese's Cups I hate. How, what, are, what are your thoughts on Oreos? Delicious. Love them. Okay. How do you not like Oreos? No, yeah, I love Oreos. No, 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 no. Everybody, everybody no I fucking Oreos. love Oreos. Mm-hmm. Next follow-up question. Mm. What are your thoughts on Fruity Pebbles? Boo. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like the eight-year-old me would have really liked Fruity okay. Pebbles. I didn't even like them when I was a kid. I was all about those Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, and Rice Krispie toast. Treats or Fruity, Rice Krispies? No, no, no. Rice Krispies. The plain one. Yeah. 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 No. Fruity those pe- are, yeah, those are kind of nice. Fruity Pebbles no, I was are all still one of my favorite cereals. <laughs> I should have because if, it, if they get if they get soggy, then they like mesh, and then it's just like a mm, fruity deliciousness. Like but I asked the two those two questions one after the other. Uh-huh. Why Oreo just came out with fruity crisp <laughs> Oreo? It basically tastes like fruity pebbles in an Oreo. <laughs> it is the best. What's that the Jeff Goldblum line from Jurassic Park? Science shouldn't. Oh yeah, your scientists were too focused on seeing if they could rather than <laughs> if, if they, they should. should. Right. That's right. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. We should send that official commentary <laughs> to, to, to Nabisco, makers of to, Oreo. I'll, I'll say this, though. When it comes to Oreo, Oreos, Oreos, <laughs> go Orioles. When it comes to Oreos or anything chocolate, I need milk. Me too. There's nothing better. For the most part. Than, a good, than oh, eating a good, it's their milk's favorite cookie. But the joy <laughs> of letting... the king of beer, Oreos is milk's favorite cookie. But letting an Oreo sit in your milk until it starts to dissolve. Ah, and then you drink your milk, and ooh, then at the very bottom is this... That. Delicious mixture. No, my favorite thing to do, I spear my Oreos on my fork. Like I smear them on the fork, what? And, then, and then you and then you drown them because you wait for like, the bubbles to start again, coming up. Words, like, like you drowning. just drown them in the in the milk, and then once the bubbles stop, you're like, "Good, he's dead." That's and then you <laughs> eat. Stopped them. moving. I just let mine sit in the milk until it sinks. Like a bad then I know it's good. And then it's just like, soggy. no, yeah. it's not. It's I used not. to go into like the room where I played video games when I was growing up with a. Not like a couple Oreos with the box of Oreos, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we woke up like, God, this has got to be like really fat. But, it's a miracle but we don't all have diabetes. Yeah, and I used to, and I used to get that in a glass of milk and be like, I'm going to eat as much as I can. So, <laughs> and I would. I'd eat that's like 12, the goal. And I'd be like, well, that's good. A couple of weeks ago, was I was at uh, one of my buddy's bachelor parties. We were out on the lake, had a Ooh, lake house very, and all that stuff, just chilling. Bachelor-esque. Somebody brought... Two packs of Oreos. That's actually where I was introduced to the Fruity Crisp Ugh. Oreos. They oh. had those and the peanut butter chocolate flavored Oreos, Gross. which were also be bad. quite damn delicious. Yeah. And uh, I was a little drunk. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> and I... Maybe that's why you thought they tasted good. No, I bought, an, I bought another pack so Sam could try them. And she did not like them. But Of I course not, because she's sane. <laughs> but I legitimately think I ate, like, between the two packs, like, 20 Oreos. Oh, my God. Jeez. I, I would die. That's a lot. <laughs> because a lot I, was, a record. I was drunk, I had some munchies, and I was all about write, just, like... <laughs> I was... I was Oh, my God. They sounds were so great. Good. No, they were so great. good. They were so good. All right. Let's get to the show on the road. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Team Jet Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjour now. And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's happening? So I just wanted to... I'm trying to go off my new script thing, and I yeah, already, I already messed it up. <laughs> so, because I, was tricked, I, tried to, I forgot to pull it up before I got going. You so forgot. if this is your first time listening to Team Chat Podcast, this is a podcast based around video games where we will share top three lists, general discussion, debates, and reviews 
on the games we love. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, if you would like to help support this podcast, please check out our Patreon page where you can do just that. In exchange for your support, we offer cool perks like getting each episode early before its Tuesday release. If not, that's totally cool. We love making this podcast and would love that each of you listen to it and we'll keep giving you great content each and every week. If you'd like to check that out, head over to patreon.com slash Team Chat Podcast. Boom! Wow, yes. Well done. Nice. I should have done that a long ass yeah, time. Seriously. I know. It's funny. What is this? Episode 30? <laughs> yeah. 29, 29. 29. And I finally yeah, actually like ri- write it down. wrote down an intro script. When we first started and I did, and we, we were doing we like episode we one, doing. I didn't know what we were doing. No. I mean, we had an idea. Well, sure. But, but you know, we had, to, we had to like kind of like build up to it. And now I feel like we're finally in our flow of like having our, our set. Uh, set style of episodes mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. that stuff, yeah, and you know, I, the you know the what's up everybody. This is and then on my right and on my left, right. like that's been since that's, day one. That's been set in stone. That's been day one. If yeah. you ever switch the order and on my left is Zach, I yeah. would. I, I'm not sure you wouldn't know how to do. It's I wouldn't just make explosion it. of the yeah. mind. You'd I would probably still say what's up, but it wouldn't be Zach. And I'd be <laughs> no. like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Trick new listeners. Just, just throw her off. <laughs> yeah, and throw off the listener base. Yeah. Can I be Jarrett? I want to be Jared. I want to be Fender. Oh, that's a good one. I want to be Henry. Just the whole time. Just yeah. randomly <laughs> scratch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fender doesn't bark much, though. He doesn't, unless it's... No, when it, Dylan unless he came feels over. Like, yeah, when Dylan came over, he was not was happy. Because, <laughs> I don't know, it just depends on the person. Sometimes he freaks out. I think and it also depends on his level of excitement. Listening the day. to the podcast, do we have a picture of Fender? We'll put I've never up. seen a dog quite like Fender. I I've tweeted that. one of Fender. I think you have. I was yeah. like, oh, it's our producer, Fender. Our producer. Yeah. Oh, look, he just turned around. <laughs> He's oh, like, guys, excuse me, You what? guys are talking about Producer. <laughs> oh, and he right. heads out the door. Get He's not having work. any of this. It was a promotion, you ungrateful <laughs> yeah, dog. Gone. He's done. He's going to go mess with the cat, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. But so today, for this 29th episode of Teen Chat Podcast, oh, boy. we are going to talk about obscure games. Now, caveat to this. Yeah, These are games... That we that are obscure to us. Mainly, we don't know really anybody else who played them, right. and so we're going. So, if you've heard of this game, you're like, that's not obscure. Well, sorry, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, fast forward. This is we. It's not like we went through a list of obscure games on the internet and we're like those. Ah, that's not a bad idea. To we should have done that. Yeah, we actually should have done that. To be fair, one of mine did make a list like that. Oh really? I was did like, you check, oh, I just want to see, like, mm. see if any of mine made it onto a list, and at least one did. Well, part of why oh. I didn't check a list like that is because if. If I had to go to a list to look at it, then I wouldn't know. Then I wouldn't have pl- had played the game and be able to have any kind of reference point to it. So that's you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just would have been worried when I've gone to the list that n- I haven't played any of the games. Yeah. And oh I, no, then the I, majority of the I think it was like a list of fifteen or twenty that I was looking at. The vast majority I'd never even heard of. Even heard. And of. they were all fairly old. So to be fair, most of these were from like. Late nineties, early two thousand. Well, okay. So if we had done That's that, an old we would, game if, list. if we would have done that, <laughs> yeah. then we would have basically just been reading a list and yeah. like had no more commentary other than well, that. Well, you know, well, while I'm saying, I would have looked at lists and just seen yeah, if I, I just played wanted one. To oh, see. there it goes. Yeah, because I was true. like, these feel obscure, really obscure. obscure to me, mm. and two of them didn't make the list. So it's like, well, they're wrong. Obviously, right. I'm correct about everything. So <laughs> true. You do have a vast knowledge. That's how I live my life. I have to like look at my phone. I'm like, wait, what game am I talking about? That's how obscure it is. <laughs> it's a bad obscure. All right. Oh yeah. Oh baby. For the Dreamcast. Ooh. 1999. That right, is. Sorry, old. I'm like going into mine already. <laughs> I know you started the last one. I did. So, I mean, I mean this one. Oh, oh my, God. my Christ. 
Jared. Just when I thought God. we were professionals at this. I'm sorry. We go ahead and I'm get sorry. the phone on. I would like to point out it's never been me. That's mm-hmm. true. That's because Who your has iPhone good phone? is so weird looking and broken. <laughs> My perfectly beautiful Android phone. It's <laughs> yeah, a weird iPhone. You it's got there. No, no, it's a uh, correct iPhone. This is how they're meant to be made. <laughs> iPhone's supposed to look like. Sorry, Sam is on her way back from out of town and she's sending me updates of her travel. So oh, I would God. like to be able to know. She's going to be here while we're recording. No, she's not. No. She just texted me and said that the, her plane hasn't even left Dallas. That's picking her up in Lubbock. So Holy moly. She's going to be a little bit later. Probably. Remember when she called us out to play Mario Kart? Oh, yeah, we should do that sometime. Yeah. We should like have it all set up when she comes in. Four controllers. Yeah. Don't even say a word. And just I've got nothing going on tomorrow. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> we all sit down. <laughs> we'll have to do. We'll have to schedule a time for that. We'll have to like. We'll we'll have to like video do like a live feed or something. We need her to be tired from her travels though, because yeah, 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 otherwise, yeah. like we, I don't think we we have a good chance. Mm-hmm. No, and we have she, to yeah. toads turnpike. She'll probably yeah. pretty much just want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fuck y'all. All right. So getting back to this. So, so obscure games. Obscure games. So like. I don't even. Yeah, it's tough. Tricky. It, it was really tough. I really had to think about this one. Yeah, I had to, I had to I can, like, I've dig this. back into the layers and the depths of my right. of my mind. And I've considered myself a gamer, and I've always kind of been playing games, but I've always wondered about my relationships with the more uh, <laughs> obscure games. I well, guess. no, because I feel like too. I feel like I'm a gamer in the sense that, like, oh no, I play the triple A's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, what a game! All oh, the ones that make it to real television commercials. <laughs> right. Those are the ones that have play. massive marketing budgets. That I'm like, that looks cool. I'm going to put my money to that game. but <laughs> Pretty much. So I've, I have tried to make a concerted effort to play more mm-hmm. like independent games and, right. stuff, and stuff like that. Because in fact, in one, the- of my, one of my 2016 gaming resolutions was to play at least some of an indie game a month. Which I do not think I've studied too that well. <laughs> Are we halfway through the year? Yeah, so like six games. <laughs> I, mean, I played. I mean, you got, you're, he's playing Limbo. I am playing Limbo. I've been playing Severed. Oh uh, yeah, that's a from Drinkbox Studios, which is a ton of fun. You showed me Severed. That's is that a for cool your phone? Game. Uh, Vita, PS Vita. Oh, is that where you slice plants? Yeah. yeah. Well, no. no. I mean, that's Fruit Ninja. That's Fruit Ninja. <laughs> like plants on fire. Different thing. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I know it's. Not, I know what Fruit Ninja is. Come on, give me a break. No, Severed. It's. It might <laughs> actually. <laughs> I mean, it would be the perfect game for like a for a mobile device. I thought they did it for mobile. I just remember oh, a no, list. You know what's weird? They are putting it on the Wii U. That makes sense, That's too. That's where I saw it from, because okay. it's going to like incorporate oh, well, cool. the gamepad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super so, fun. It's yeah. super fun. Super nice. Um, and then, let's see, Super Meat Boy I've been playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Hotline Miami? But that was last yeah, that year. was last year, though. I'm going to try to get Hotline Miami, too, this year. Sort of as a semi-follow-up to Limbo, you can play inside once it comes That's out. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah Limbo's I, great. Get through Limbo. I try to, yeah, no. Have I, you, I, have I you run into a Limbo. spider yet? Yes. Isn't that a great terrifying moment <laughs> when you're walking towards the tree? Because I hate spiders no. in real life. Don't yeah. spoil it for me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's been out for a while, but when you're approaching that tree and there's like this leg comes out from behind no. the tree, this giant spider. And then you have to like dodge it as it yeah. tries to but you impale you. But you don't dodge it the first time, usually. Right? The first time, because you're I saw it and then immediately stopped because... Obviously, a spider, and I'm like, yeah. nope. See, I think I like approached it because I didn't know what was going on. But yeah, there's some, there's some like. Well, because as you walk door. closer to it, and its leg like gently flicks out towards yeah, you, and you you're like, really okay, well, it's on. going to do something to right, me. I right. don't want to get close. A lot of then, trial and error in that game. Lots of that. My yep. policy is spiders are our ecological friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like spiders. Well, I like they're spiders. killing me. It's for a good they, reason. They, yeah, they, they're probably in the right. You know, <laughs> you can you can tell me how you feel about that when one bites you. <laughs> yeah, because that's happened. Well, I do. Widow back. Widow. Fiddleback. 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 
Well, you lived. You're fine. I did. You built character. Fortunately, didn't have any of the terrible rotting flesh that happens from that. Stop. It would have been a cool story, got a, though. Got a, got, a, yeah. got a shot in time. Was saved. They're not fun. They're not cool. No. Spiders aren't cool. <laughs> no, especially the ones that are bigger than you. Yeah. And such as the case in Limbo. Okay, so let's get this thing going. Okay. I'm going to start this one off. You're going to do just it? Gonna, executive decision. I'm starting All this right. one off. So one Obscure of mine. games. One of mine. This is back. Way back. One in my in my childhood, it is from 1998, <gasps> and is Descent Free Space: The Great War. Never heard, Never of, heard it. of it. Okay, so it is a space simulator game. Oh, a space it, sim. So basically, you know, you're in a spaceship and mm-hmm. you're and you're flying around and you and you are shooting other ships and stuff like and okay. stuff like that. Space battles, sure. Basically, yeah. Is and this 2D or 3D? 2D. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, as much as like a 1998. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember really. Huh. <laughs> I'm seeing it as like that old school 2D scroller. Yeah, I'm seeing it as like Galaga. <laughs> yeah, Galaga. No, it, 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 was very, it was very similar to other space simulators at the time, like the X-Wing or TIE Fighter games from LucasArts, where oh, okay. you know you could play it with a joystick, and I'm pretty sure I did play it with a joystick. In, okay. On your TV? No, no, no. Computer. I played oh, it on a computer. And you had a joystick for your computer? Yeah. I think I did too, actually. Go ahead. Which is kind of <laughs> sad. That you may those, pass. Which is kind of sad that like, things like that aren't around. I know. I like, had a flight sim. Yeah, I had a. I used to have like a, a helicopter game. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I can't remember what it was called now. That would have been a good obscure game. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so like I had one for it was like a. You could be either like some Russian helicopter pilot or another one or like the other version of the game. You could be uh, American pilot, and it was and all that stuff. And you could use the joystick and all that stuff. I yeah, man, we missed that joystick. Boat in I my too. house. Yeah, I but uh, but anyway, so free space. You are a pilot. In the Galactic Terran Alliance. Mm-hmm. Sounds and, legit. And you're with currently it. in the middle of a war with the Parliamentary Vasudan Empire. Of course. Which the Vasudans are aliens. Those bastards. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to go like super into because no. like I said, I played this game a long time ago. <laughs> and the only person, other person that I know of who played it was my friend. And they played it for a little while. I played it for a little while. And then I have heard nothing of it since. <laughs> just it just the ether faded away. <laughs> faded away. And so anyway, you the Terrans and the the Sudans are in the midst of a war, mm-hmm. and they are then both attacked by a alien race that neither of them know, and they are and this alien race is dubbed the Shivans. Yes, okay. the Shivans. I'm having to double check myself on that. And so, and they are coming in, devastating force, have high, high-powered ships, high-powered weapons, and the, and the, the God, I'm stumbling over these, the Vasudans. Well, these are ridiculous words. <sighs> there, I don't I know. blame Silly. you. The and no one knows what you're talking about And anyways. the Terrans are like, hold up now, we gotta put aside our differences to stop all these guys. Okay. Because they're obviously some big bad dudes. Right. We're not gonna last long if we're both, if we're trying to fight all of us all mm-hmm. at the same time. We gotta be. We gotta become allies. Yeah. We can't play this. this Smash Bros. style. No, 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 no. Free for all. Can't do it. We're gonna lose because these guys are better. <laughs> so and then, and so yeah. So it just w- was a really. I remember playing it for the first time, and when you're playing like the first mission, and the and the Shivans come out of space out of nowhere and interrupt this battle and just start destroying people all around you, and you realize that, and it was a moment where you're suddenly taken in like. Okay, I'm able to handle these Sudans. Okay, mm-hmm. like they're fine. And then these the Shivans come in. <laughs> And 
your immediate response is, I can do nothing. Your people are getting blown out of the sky next to you. It's you know it, your uh, fellow fighter pilots are coming in over the comms, being like, we're being destroyed. Like, oh my god, I'm hit and <laughs> blown like up. Hell. Explosions everywhere. Now, is this? Are you like? Does most of the, all of the game take place in one single aircraft, spacecraft? Are you just flying around space? Yeah, I mean there are this? there are levels and missions and stuff like that. Okay, and there, and there is a story to it. So it's not like a free roaming. No, space no, 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 no. It, like, I mean, this is ninety eight. Like, they yeah. didn't, I didn't really. Th- I don't really think they had. Are you bringing it up, Logan? I am trying. They right. had really the ability to make like a free roaming mm. open world game. Descent. Yeah. Like a descent. Okay, yeah. I was thinking descent, like a dissenting opinion. Oh no no. Oh. Okay. Descent. Gotcha. Like That's going why, down. I was like, it's so obscure. Even Google can't find it, and it's like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> Okay, so let me this, see some. Yeah, so it's like you see it on the inside of your helps. cockpit. That helps oh, a lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was definitely bad. still thinking Galaga. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I like the I like the uh, heads up display here. Yeah, it's got it. You got it. It's from inside. Isn't your it cockpit. nice and beautiful on my <laughs> gorgeous yeah, Android right. phone? First person here. from inside Heavy your cockpit, <laughs> and you know you could obviously you had different weapons, you had shielding and all this other stuff, a radar that would let you know where it is, and you just have to battle all the different types of warships that would mm-hmm. come in. And so, you know, some would be stronger than others, take, be, take longer to take down. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a fun space simulator. I played, <laughs> around that time, I was playing a lot of like TIE Fighter and X-Wing, mm-hmm. uh, those great LucasArts well, games. you got with a joystick, man, and like that is a real connecting force with the game to make it feel that much more realistic. Oh, definitely. Especially with definitely. The PC games. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. when you're flying stuff. Like yeah. I said, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, flying simulators stuff like that. You feel like a real pilot. Being able yeah, to have that I used joystick. to sit down and like, you know, move, you know, stretch and like put like, both like hands the on the joystick. Like the wheel attachment for Mario <laughs> yeah. Kart. It's like, yes! <laughs> yes, totally, totally. And I got, uh, my parents got me a joystick um, that was like a ridiculous, it was huge. It had, I mean, it had the, it had the, <laughs> it was massive. It was this massive joystick. I just loved taking it in my hands. Hug it. <laughs> And lead his whole body. And so, but it had like button, it had a console on it. Oh, I've like seen the those. base of it was like, well, you can't see this in this audio format that we're recording in. <laughs> it's but great. It, it was probably like an eight inch square, basically, was the platform of it. <laughs> yeah. Picture that in your I'm heads. There. I'm there. And it had like, it had throttle switches on it and all this other stuff. It was, wow. It was like, nice. So you like flip the switches up and yeah. it up. We are good. Houston, we are There's a game that was, uh, a mech game that was really popular probably over 10 years ago that had bigger than a keyboard side with two joysticks and a bunch of buttons in the middle. And it was like sp- supposed to be just for this one mech game. I don't know what the game's called. <laughs> I'm sure people that are listening would know, but it's Isn't a, that an obscure game? So why are we well, talking you know, about I never this? played it. And it is, I think it's supposed to just be designed for that one game. It's like an exact replica of what the inside of this cockpit would be. Oh, yeah. and that's, so gamers that's got, some serious dedication to one that's game. The, yeah, that's hardcore stuff. That's, as far as I can remember. But I just remember seeing these images, and I was like, it looked so complicated. I thought the joystick I had was like, uh, you know, with the five buttons on it was complicated. This thing was like you were driving a mech. One of my favorite things to, to like think back on is, if we adjusted for inflation, how much would that cost today? Uh. Like, how much would that crazy mech, whatever, joystick, keyboard combo, how much would that cost in today's money? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. For yeah. one game. For one game. And this, yeah, you can't really get get away with that stuff anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe you no. could do a VR game only now, and that would be like the new thing. But yeah, I don't know. But Those even then. Mechs, mech games have kind of gone out of style. Mm-hmm. Mech they really have. <gasps> that reminds me of another obscure what was game. The big... I guess Titanfall's a mech game. Yeah. It's a newer version of it. Yeah. But it didn't do that well. No, no. 
balls. Didn't was have the longevity. Gold. No. Poor Dylan bought it. <laughs> Wasted his money. Wasted his four. Poor Dylan. Um, okay. But yeah. I dig it. Yeah. It's interesting. So Descent Free Space. Yeah. Look these, it up. These are going to be cancer. Like, oh, Descent, Descent Free, sorry, free cool. Space. Descent Sounds Free Space. Yeah. The Great War. It was a lot of fun. Had a, it was, But that was the other thing I remembered about it. It was... That made it stick out in my head. Is that, you know, TIE Fighter and X-Wing, those are fun. They were cool because they were Star Wars and you were in that universe. But you didn't... You never felt a emotion really other than you're flying around and shooting down ships <laughs> and i remember actually when i would play that with my friend we were flying <laughs> around shooting down ships well, it was, i know you mean I know it was cool mean. but that was the experience right right and was, we would always have fun with it like i remember one time my friends and i what is the song it's the old 70s song uh the na 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 you know hey hey hey, hey oh yeah, yeah yeah that song yeah 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 we would na 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 yeah na 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 would you sing yeah. that while you were playing no we would have it on and oh, so we'd like oh. try to time up blowing up a ship to when they say hey 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 goodbye boom on your cassette player <laughs> back fun. in the i'm pretty sure we had a we had it on cd <laughs> oh new technology uh so no so but but so the thing is playing tie fighter and x-wing you know we could have fun with it we would we would do things like that because it, it was a fun game descent i remember actually actually inspired a sense of fear oh. when the when the shivans came yeah, in and yeah. started just wrecking shop mm-hmm. it went flying around especially in that mission when they were first introduced everyone all the ai went into panic and you go into panic mm. and it just made for a really great memorable uh memorable play experience yeah and i feel like not a lot of people have played that game Probably no. I have, I have not me. run into anyone else other than my friend who had it also. All right. You have to start it. asking strangers. Hey, man. Just walk up. Hey, man. You play, you play uh, Free Space? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the hell are you talking about? That's me with Legend of Dragoon. I'm just going around. How about you? Legend How about of Dragoon you? is you? so embedded in my mind now though, that it feels like a popular I game. Feel, I just feel because like of I played the it. Times Mo- yeah, I feel like I've played the full game. I, I can tell you every detail. It took all, so much struggle for me to not put it on my little list. You cannot Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. I was like, I wonder if they'll be mad at me. <laughs> I wonder if they'll notice. I'm just gonna, oh, what, what's that? Mode? I'm just going to walk over I was and like, turn maybe down they won't remember. Continue. <laughs> Mugen only had two on her list this time. Rare, rare deficiency. Dead, dead space for 10 minutes. That's weird. She was just out. And she didn't know what was going on. So, so Mugen, what is your one of your All right. games? So, I don't think either of you have. Have either of you heard of or know anyone who has played Siberia? Have not. No. Okay. What? Is so, that? for starters, if you're Googling it, it is. Is it the country? <laughs> no, no. So, if you're Googling it, it's Siberia with a Y. S Y B E R I A. Okay. So, that actually might be how actual Siberia is spelled, and I was just doing it wrong across all boards. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm pretty I know, sure that the well, game is spelled differently. How Americans spell it is S I. Balls. <laughs> but who knows how actual <laughs> Russians spell it? <laughs> who knows? So, Siberia. It was originally released for PC, I believe, way back in 2002. And this would have been around the time, kind of before our family had kind of any other consoles besides, I think we had our PlayStation 1 at that time. Mm -hmm. And we had the computer, like our regular PC. We didn't have Macs. And really, the only thing that we used our computer for was mom would play Tomb Raider And we would play the demo of Final Fantasy VII because we didn't realize it was a demo. We thought it was a really short game. (laughs) (laughs) That's a short game. This is a short game that gives no context for the story. It's planted you right into the middle of. But we loved it. It was the best. So uh, we really, as kids, we really didn't use the computer that much aside from like the jumpstart games. 
Oh so we yeah, were, yeah. You remember Jumpstart? I played Jumpstart. a lot of Jumpstart. Oh, I never. Played we never that. got did any play smarter. Any, did you play any of the learning <laughs> company? It never worked. Yeah, yeah. We played a lot of did that. Did you play Operation Neptune? No. Damn it. Damn, sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I'm Obscure at... games. Operation Neptune. <laughs> I mean, if you were into the learning company games, you probably played. Well, I guess not. You probably might not have played Operation Neptune, but that was my jam. <laughs> I'm no, j- our I'm favorite just real was. Quick, uh... I'm looking at images of Siberia. This game looks awesome. It's a cool looking it game. Looks isn't good. It? So it for looks starters, really good. for being from 2002, the graphics have held up very well. The graphics it looks pretty so good. So considering the time good frame, the pre-rendered backgrounds were actually very realistic. So in comparison mm. to what else was available at the time it was really pretty awesome mm-hmm. yeah. like if you went back and back and compared it to for example a tomb raider game from around the, t- the same time period the difference in polygons is very noticeable so like siberia was a good looking game at the time i actually cannot recall right now the name of the company who made it and i think that's because they're based in montreal mm. so it's a really weird looking spelling and i was like i don't even know how to say those words <laughs> I'm gonna try. so i'm not even gonna try <laughs> so but it was like a team of only about i think 35 people at whatever company this was. And so Siberia is really a third-person adventure game. So it's just point-and-click. You know, you point-and-click on the screen to move your primary mm. protagonist, Kate Walker, lawyer extraordinaire, yeah, around like the cool map. Indiana so Jones first of all, character. Kate Walker is a super badass. So on top of not, she's not a silent protagonist. She's mm-hmm. very active, definitely has a voice of her own, and kind of as you're progressing through the game... In addition to unraveling the mystery of what you're investigating, you also learn more about Kate and her backstory. So it's very like, oh, the more I learn about these other characters, the more I'm learning about myself Mm. as Kate Walker, lawyer from New York. She's a New York lawyer. And she's going to France, is how the game starts, to basically close the sale of a derelict toy factory. So she's going to this obscure little town in France because some old lady has just died. No. So it starts in France. Hmm. Yeah, you start out in this little town in France. You're (laughs) basically, you, you have like your legal documents and all you need is for the notary in this freaking town to sign off on your documents so that you can officially turn over the sale of this toy factory to, I think it's some outside company that has bid on it because the old woman who used to run it has died. But, like a week before she actually died, the old lady was like, by the way, that brother that you all thought died when he was seven that I had, he's totally alive. Mm, So you can't sell the factory. I know. It starts. Twist. This is the very beginning. (laughs) It's not a spoiler. I should have said twist. Plot twist is what I meant. (laughs) This is how the game starts. (laughs) So it starts. She's died. You, as Kate Walker lawyer, can't get the stupid notary on your forms because, as it turns out, you can't complete the sale because one of the guys who is technically the inheritor of the toy factory is still alive so kate's like balls now i gotta go find this guy that's His, in the game right that's in the game <laughs> like, it's ah, in the, ah, balls damn. so she's so you have to go find hans who is the old woman's younger brother but do keep in mind that in game he's very very old okay. so something that i kind of struggled with when i was playing the game was actually putting to thought Hey, even though we're talking about a guy that used to be a child, it is now 50 years in the future and he is definitely not a kid anymore. So eventually you do meet Hans at like the very end of the game. And of course he's an old, old man. And I was like, gosh, he's a lot older than I was expecting. (laughs) And it just like, I was really stupid as a kid. It wasn't sinking in. And I probably shouldn't have been playing Siberia because in terms of difficulty of the puzzles, it's 
almost like a more user-friendly Myst. Mm. So as we've talked about, Myst is one of the most difficult puzzle games on planet Earth, and Mm. it's the worst. But like Siberia is the much more accessible version of this. So it's point and click. You do all kinds of puzzles throughout the world that are very, they're very steampunk. Mm. Like that's definitely the aesthetic. And I would like to say that Siberia did it before it was cool. Because back in this time, steampunk was not a thing. It was not, no. Yeah, no, not it was popular not yet. a thing. So what you're doing steampunk as... Steampunk hipsters. Exactly. <laughs> so what you're doing as Kate is you basically board this very steampunk train, which is like this really cool mix of old and new technology. And you're like, well, I guess it's okay if I'm the only passenger on this train that's whose engineer weird. is a snarky robot that <laughs> thinks I'm not doing things right. And it's like, that's cool. Whatever. So the train is on basically predetermined tracks because crazy old Hans built it that way because it turns out Hans, when he was seven, fell off a rock and banged his head really bad. Oh, what? And now he's snuck that and, in there. and now he's kind of mentally deficient. So like you would almost say that he's crazy, but not really. He's like a mad genius almost. Okay. They couldn't figure so, out a way to yeah. do character development. No. So they said, hey, he slipped and hit his head. Yeah, no, crazy. that's the thing. So he slipped and hit his head, and everyone thought he died, but as it turns out, he's alive, but he's crazy. And he's obsessed with mammoths. And so Hans has spent... <laughs> yes, yeah, so, Aren't we all? So, so, <laughs> love he, he's obsessed with mammoths. I don't get where this is going. The game yeah, is crazy. Already, like, it's a crazy like, game. Okay, back up. Who, what's there's the, what's the there's no turning name? back. We're already in it. We're on the train. The so we're on the left. train. It goes in one direction. There's no turning back. Oh, God. So you are following this train basically to track down Hans. And Hans is the only place the train could possibly lead to because he built it. It's only going to him. So you basically track through to actual Siberia to eventually find Hans. And along the way, you meet all of these other crazy characters. And you basically find like pieces of Hans's legacy. Like, you come to this university, and it's, like, crazy and weirdly mechatronic and whatever, and their entire band is all robots, and you have to fix the robots because nobody's around to take care of them because Hans is crazy, and he left them. And it's just like, this is a weird game. That is <laughs> it's on I, this I, I, like, baffling it's, game. But, yeah. And it's also amazing, though. I mean, just look at the screenshots. It looks great. It's from 2002, you yeah, said? Yeah, it was from 2002. What and you're actually, describing so sounds now, impressive. I think since then, oh, this was new information that I discovered. A, there was definitely a Siberia 2 because Siberia 1 ends on a cliffhanger. Hmm. Basically, you find Han's immediate cliffhanger. So Kate, basically at the end of the game, spoiler alert, is like, hey, fuck my un- unfaithful boyfriend back in New York. I'm going to stay on this crazy chain and we're going to find yeah. find those mammoths. Hell yeah. It's like, go, Kate Walker, take life into your own hands. <laughs> Do it, girl. Do it, girl. So as it turns out, there was a Siberia 2 and Siberia 3 is coming out this year. Really? Wait. They're okay. still making They're games. still making <laughs> this is Siberia. Like Siberia 2. Dis- you didn't play? In on no, another cliffhanger. I did, I did not You play. must be dying to know. I didn't this- know that there were... I know. I, like, like I said, we thought the Final Fantasy demo was the whole game right, when right. Siberia Think ended. About where our minds were. <laughs> when Siberia ended, I was like, oh, that's it, I guess. I guess we'll mm. never know how, how Kate turns out. Just put out. that out of your mind. Yeah. And now no, just put that out of my mind. You, the player. I've got Spyro to play. I'm busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Siberia 3, as it turns out, December 1st of 2016. It's totally coming out. What do you wow. know? I bet and you it's, it's going to look same, great. It's the same people. The same people have continued <laughs> 20, to be. 20 people. It's those same people in Montreal. <laughs> They're they still making them. Something, right? Who makes it? Who makes it? Yeah, Siberia who is it? Uh, 3. Give Hold us on, a let me just go to Siberia 3. Release date. It's the same December dude. 1st, 2016. Boom. What's the developer? Wow. Uh, are... d- there's a designer. You're not helping, Zach. Oh, well, give me a second. <laughs> Div- uh, Give's that Wikipedia. 
Developer, I get Microids. Oh, see, additional work, but by it's weird shape, isn't it? It's like yeah. McCoy. Yeah. It's probably like McCoy. Kyloton yeah. Games. McCoy. It's McCoy. McCoy. <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> I know. I'm right about that. Cool. Which contains team books, elements, and follows the adventures of American Laura Kate Walker as she travels across Europe and Boom. Russia. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Very Siberia. concise. You did not make any of that up. Apparently. No, it's all true. <laughs> it's all true. Now I'm going to look for images of Siberia Three. See what it looks like. See if it's uh, evolved at all. Because I haven't even like today. When I was looking Work back, in progress. It looks worse than the first game. <laughs> it looks a little Somehow worse. Somehow they're doing even worse. Just kidding. It looks no, great. it looks cool. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. It looks I good. actually believe that originally they had wanted to make Siberia's one and two into one game, but they were like, actually, there's way too much crap here, so they had to turn it into two games. She doesn't look like she's aged that much. Yeah, well, she hasn't. She's. Uh, it's all cliffhangers. You're Each tracking by cliffhangers. That's true. I'm guess they're not going by real time. And the cold of Siberia, it's very preservative. Yeah. Oh, look at this character. She's held up well. Oh, who is it? I don't know. It's like a little oh, plot gosh. grandma <laughs> with a stick huh. with an owl on her shoulder. I like it. I, I like she seems wise. They, they seem like they put a lot of love in this game. They did. So lie. it's it's almost like, uh, I think of people who play puzzle games, cool. they would know Siberia. Yeah, okay. So like my mom knows Siberia. She played it. She was <laughs> the one who, obscure, she was the one who bought it because like she was the one who was like, I need more puzzle games after Mist. And so mm. like that's how we had Siberia in our household because yeah. otherwise my bro and I, we never would have played that game. We were like 10. We wouldn't have done that. But yeah, so it's great. Cool. Siberia. Go back and play it. Oh, right. what I was trying to say before I said Siberia 3, they ported it to like the PlayStation 3. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure it's more accessible now. Like nice. You can find you it, it on the PSN. places. Well, it's got to go. be on Steam. It's so old it has to be. Probably. Hmm. Steam or good old games. Yeah. yeah. It's somewhere on there. We'll find it. So yeah. We'll get Siberia 3 and we'll review it. Woo. Yeah. Be the first episode of 2017. But I feel like that's a game that I'm going to have Siberia to play. Siberia 3. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. Come out of the game strong. September, I mean, not September. Siberia 1 and 2. Nah. <laughs> Mogan gave us everything. That's true. We know Siberia 1. We don't know <laughs> what happens to Siberia 2. So we got to find out if they find the mammoths. But Zach. <laughs> yes. What is your game? My numero trace comes from Dreamcast. I okay. already mentioned this before we started the episode. Um and I had a tough time trying to figure out like a top three. I knew two. I had like two solid ones that uh, I don't know how obscure they really are, but they're obscure to me. <laughs> uh, and my meaning they're not Halo. <laughs> <laughs> meaning they're just anything <laughs> just a little bit lesser known than Halo. That's really obscure. <laughs> my so my two solid ones are one and two respectively. But my number three is like I said for the Dream Class, and it's a game. They're here, and it is a game called Tricks. Damn it. <laughs> Trick style? <laughs> See, that's how you obscure it know. is. Trick style. Well, I think it's trick style. Is it with an X or a CK? Or just Neither. a K? Is it <laughs> just style. a C? CK. Trick style. Yeah, trick style. Trick style. And uh, so I got this game randomly at uh, an Easter egg hunt, which sounds <laughs> odd, I know. Easter Bunny giving out games. <laughs> yeah. She, he loved What kind loved of Easters me. did you have? <laughs> it was my neighbor was having it, and she put in... $50 bills in the eggs. What kind one, of neighborhood right. did you live in? Uh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fender's got something around his nose. Oh, <laughs> and, it's his uh, toy it's, it's all toy. good. And it's so good. anyways, I found this game behind a bush. And I was like, what? Is this part of like the hunt? And sure enough, it was. So I got the game Trick Style, a game I would have never gone out of my way to ask for for my parents. Because I'm like 10 at this. You know, I'm young. So I, I was asking for games for my parents. I right. was like, buying my own. And I would have never wanted to really get this game. It didn't seem that interesting to me. And actually, in the long run, I still consider it a kind of not a great game. But it's obscure, <laughs> and I liked it. You know, I don't. At the time. I consider it not a great game in like maybe a public's eye, but I I thought it was cool. Yeah, and 
if you've ever played like Wave Racer or um, oh yeah, it sounds like it would be a snowboarding game. It's or like cl- some it's, kind of like you're on boards. Okay, <laughs> well, you're it's, on they're boards. Hoverboards. They're oh, okay. hoverboards. Yes, yes, yes. So there we go. Slightly Picture more that. into the future. Yeah, slightly more, a lot more into the future. You're like in Tokyo, Great Britain, and like America, I think. And there's these three different. There's worlds. a lot of America. <laughs> Which America specifically? <laughs> there's uh, there's all these tracks, and it's a mixture between, like I said, with Wave Racer or. SSX 1080. I love SSX Tricky. Yeah, no, SSX Tricky, and then there's 1080. So it's like it's like those games that are racing Tricky's combined best. with doing tricks. Okay. That's what the game's about. You are essentially this cool, they're all like young teens that are like really good on their <laughs> hoverboard. You know, they're like, I don't even know what they do for a living. Maybe that's it. Maybe they just hoverboard around. Skate, bro. Yeah, come on. Join, ride or die. But they go down these crazy tracks, like half pipes with... Crazy arrows. It's it's kind of got that. Um, I don't want to compare it to Jet Set Radio because it's not like cell shaded, but it has that same sort of um, aesthetic. Being bright lights, neon flavors. All the characters are like kind of in baggy pants and like you know cool. Jingas. Not cool, Jingas. People what would what consider cool style in like the early two thousands, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just but it looked terrible. But what are those old style baggy jeans. I know what you're talking about with the pockets on like the back of the yeah. calves. <laughs> Jeng- they, we were just talking about those. Not Jingas. Recently. That's a game. No. I know, right? Jenga. Yeah. yeah, cool Jingas. Jenkos. Jenkos. That sounds right. Yeah, I think plan. that's what it is. Yeah. So you can see that Morgan's got some images. Sounds not correct. Um, and you had boost, and you did all these tricks, and that was incorporated. You could like lie down on your hoverboard. You could throw it in the air and catch it, and do all these crazy hover moves. And yeah, it definitely has a more futuristic look than I was expecting. Yeah, it, I feel like it's pretty far. Let me take a look. No. Yeah, there it is. That guy looks like a Power Ranger. But you can see, yeah, look how cool they are. <laughs> look at that. I mean, look at that. That's like Justin Timberlake circa in sync, right? He's got the hat and like, the, the vest. <laughs> um, but it was a cool game. And it reminded me, there's another game. I keep saying Wave Racer, but it's it's a, a game that you were on boats that would fly off big jumps that you'd play in the arcade. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. I should know it. I play that game. I used to play that game all the time. But but this game definitely feels like one that belonged into an arcade. And I guess Dreamcast is kind of like a little arcade. Honestly, most of the games for that console felt very Oh, arcade-y. here's all the characters. There they all go. look like Power Rangers. Right? And they're nice. all like yeah. red, okay. green, yeah. and blue. You, know, you have to be able to find cool. them easily. They knew who their market was. <laughs> it was like a 10-year-old me. It was perfect. <laughs> I loved it. And Oh, we got some mad tricks going there on. There you go. Yeah. yeah, and see, okay, that particular oh, arena, man. so Logan brought up a picture. It's like, it looks like what monster trucks might go through. Right? Yeah, dirt bikes. Yeah, dirt bikes, yeah. but like an arena style, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like indoors. So that's what I actually did probably more times than not. I didn't really like racing that much. I like to go in and hit jumps and practice my tricks. Being trick oh, style, the I thought that was the art. most important thing. Yeah, there you go. I Man, forgot what even the Dreamcast logo looked like. Like, yeah. I forget about this kind of not stuff. Not bad, yeah. right? Acclaim made it, who I think are out of business. I think that's, right? <laughs> They've got to be. Come most on. It's like Activision. Me. No, Activision's still making stuff, aren't they? Yeah, Activision's huge now. Still Pretty sure acclaim. Who I think made Torok as well, or did Activision make Torok? I don't know. Oh, wait, is that Torok's like a, a coming back. Getting a remake. <laughs> get, cool. Now you get the basic tricks. Three hundred and sixty speed. Dull, speed something. Boogie drill. Boogie you know, drill. Cool names like that. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah, cool you had your own board, and yeah, it's. I mean, it's essentially a snowboarding game yeah. set in the future. I mean, that's when two people came together and just said, "Hey, let's take that and like mix it with that." Boom, make the game. But nice. it worked for me. My ten-year-old brain. Was no, I played. In love I played. I probably would have loved it. I don't too, play them yeah. now, but I used to play all. The I, sno- would, I wouldn't touch it now, <laughs> well, just because it's not my cup of tea anymore. No. But like, no, I, no, no. I used to play snowboarding, skateboarding totally. games like that, mm-hmm. even though I never did it in real life. But, I mean, if like, it were like, right. like I was vicariously through this game, exactly. Uh, Trickstyle. So I feel like it's obscure enough that uh, I've had to put it on the list. I have no idea 
How many other people? Made no it? one. Or we received no one. so many emails. It, it was yeah. Trickstyle's the best, best game ever. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, but like you guys say, it's like me and my friends play. That's all I. It's just the extent that I knew it. Yeah. It before the internet was invented. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but it was. It was a while before like, I used the internet, so I have no idea. Right. But yeah, trick style for the Dreamcast. I had to throw it in there. Boom. Nice. Kind of obscure. I'll take it. I'll allow it. Oh. I'm sure it allows I will be done. All right. What's your number two? Uh, okay. So mine, in this one, when I did my... I, I love this game for one specific reason, and I'll get to that in a second. But this one is actually a Star Wars game. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, How many Star Wars. Wars games are obscure? Come on now. Oh, Come on. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Jared hasn't talked about Star Wars in a while. I haven't. Has, are we sure? Give me a break. Come, mm-hmm. on. Come on now. You actually brought that up earlier. So let's <laughs> no, just leave true. that alone and not go into that, into that more. Um, so no, this one is Star Wars Force Commander. Mm-hmm. It's from 2000. Played it. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Everyone you knows about you Force Commander. You don't even like Star Wars. You didn't even play computer or PC games. So how, how would you play this? That's not true, but go ahead. So, played this game, coincidentally, with the same friend who had Free Space. Oh. And so, uh, we, and so this game was a real-time strategy Star Wars game. Basically, your character, which is interesting that they gave you a character other than just like a nameless commander. You know, go fight the rebels here. Or right, go fight right, the Imperials right. here. But you were Bran Tantor. Or Bran. I can't read my hand <laughs> right now. Bran. Bran Tantor. And you are a member of the Imperials, which this was different because most Star Wars games, you, you had to either, you could choose to be the Imperials or the Rebels. You're going to hate me. The Imperials are the bad guys, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. so you are yes. forced to be a bad guy in this game? Yeah, you start off as a bad guy. <laughs> and eventually you switch over to the Rebels because you realize oh, your, come on. your brother tells you that, hey, the Imperials killed our dad. We can't uh, be with them. Oh, and you defect like the, the plot rebellion. The last Star Wars. Aren't, doesn't that guy start as I'm not will not allow Star Wars spoilers <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Everyone saw that movie within like two weeks that it came out. I know, just kidding. But isn't that right? <laughs> not really. He was an Imperial though, and then he switched because his friend got killed. Who are you talking about? The black guy. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but I don't know his name. Finn. Yeah, Finn. Okay, no, yeah, okay, he, yeah, he right. defects from the Imperials. Yeah. Yes, he okay. does. Or All the right. First Order, technically. They're not Imperials. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll, we'll go into that another time. Okay, continue. But anyway, so, so yes, yeah, so you are Bran Tantor. <laughs> or Bran Tantor, because now I cannot read my handwriting. We'll I call him Bran Flakes. It. I scratched it too, too much. <laughs> I, chicken scratched it out too I much. Can't look at that, I can't read it either. But anyway, so you learn that your father was killed by the Imperials, and you're like, well, I can't serve these guys anymore, and you defect over to the, to the Rebels. Your brother is captured by the Imperials and imprisoned. And so basically this game, the setting of the game is in between episodes four and six, which are A New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. So, And as that, you take place, your battles take place on many. So I know you guys are probably going to be like thinking what these places are, but I'm hoping that people who listen to this Most know what these are. Know. I won't are. Stop so you. I'm not going to go too no, no, much no. into all this. I won't so, stop you take, so you take part in battles on Tatooine. Hoth. I knew that one. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Tatooine, Hoth, and Endor. And then eventually you take the fight to the Imperial capital of Coruscant. I knew that one too. Quiz. Where That's you the siege, the, the siege the Imperial Palace and eventually rescue your brother. But it allows, it has the typical things of real time strategy. You are allowed, you have units like the AT-ATs, ATSTs, stormtroopers, and then the rebel sides on, you know, rebel troops and all this other stuff. And you just are fighting 
you have objectives in your mission. You take those missions. You complete those objectives to win the mission. So it is a strategy game then. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking of a very different game. So no, like it's this, not like a first person okay. shooter, okay. which is why which is why I was confused. I'm oh, like, oh, okay. there's actually a story to this. Right, right. Okay. And so because that's typically not the case with real time yeah. strategy games. I mean, well. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because there's obviously like StarCraft. So that's a dumb thing to say. And arguably, a malady with the cows is very story worthy. That is true. Good old throw, strong, stronghold throwback mm-hmm. right there. I oh, like it. Oh, I, will, I like it. I will I remember that till the end of my days. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, okay. So I'll preface that again with like Star Wars games. Normally, you're, you're not given in a real time strategy like uh, Empire at War or. Uh, and stuff like that. Like Empire War is another real time strategy Star Wars game, and it you're not a character, you're just a person who and you're controlling all this mm-hmm. stuff. But anyway, but the reason why I loved this game so much came from the very instant the game the main screen, menu screen, appeared. Well, and it intrigued. was the music. Oh the the, the okay. iconic Star Wars music? The iconic Star Wars music, but it was different. Oh. Gasp. Because so fresh, since like, it no. starts since it like starts that. as the uh as an imperial oh i see it's the imperial march. it's the imperial march oh uh, yeah yeah which i did but know. different but different than the normal imperial march. same but different it is because it's basically like a orchestral slash rock version of it that's cool <laughs> it's really Logan's cool laughing and i have it <laughs> and i'm going to play a sampling of it oh because the new element of the podcast has emerged. Here we go. I'll include this. You should, yeah, actually. you should just. I'll put it in, actually, okay. but I'll just let you guys hear it now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> wow. Awesome! <laughs> awesome! That's, that's way more like. Like rock oriented than I thought. It I thought is. it'd be like a real rendition. Like on just like have like a nice like one guitar, but no, it's <laughs> yeah. like hard yeah, on like, rock. Um, and I was like, um, I love it. As soon as it came on, I turned to my buddy. And we were like, Oh, what is this? And so that is why I lo- I remember Force Commander, and that still sticks in my head. And I have it on my phone That's as a song because I still awesome. love it. I'm sure that's so like the two hundredth time though. You're like, all right, just I want to play the game. Oh, I know. Because I just, <laughs> yeah, pumped up. I'm ready to go. Let's shoot like, some that rebels. Was like punk rock version. I know. It was, awesome. <laughs> it was wild. It was awesome. So, uh, again, I that friend is the only one who I remember playing this game or even knowing what this game is. So that's why it it is on my list of obscure games. There you go. Nice. There you go. A song did it. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Sorry, guys. Simpsons did it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I we briefly touched on this before we started. My number two is Oni. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard of the game, but I don't know much about it. Now, at least two of you recognize it. So I'm really not sure how actually obscure this game is, but this is actually one that made that list that I checked before, and they were like, obscure games that everyone forgot, and it was like, Oni, and I was like, yes, it is as obscure as I was (laughs) hoping. So it came out in 2001, and we had it, I believe, for our PC, Mm -hmm. but I think technically it came out for PlayStation 2 and for Mac. So, Jer, Jer? You I think you're right. This. You're right. Yeah. I think they did. And so it was actually made by Bungie. So this was before Bungie did Halo. They were like, oh, well, we need something to fill all the spare time we have. I don't so. know if that was it, but sure. <laughs> well, yeah, that, we're going to have a couple years off. Just no, it was that weird. It wasn't just Bungie. It was like Bungie West. It I was like an offshoot of Bungie. Bungie would have been that early. In no, his- it was like the f- only game they made. 
It was like their very first yeah, one. Yeah, it was like their first and last, Bungie West. I'm Maybe. pretty sure it was some some right. iteration Someone's of that. Yes, yeah, somebody Someone's somebody looked that up. Somebody looked that up. But so Oni, O N I, and you, if you saw the cover art, I feel like you would be able to recognize I, it. No, I know because I used to go to Bungie.net all the time yeah. when Halo was out, and they yeah. would always have their other games up, there. like their legacy stuff. Because they, they made They'd have marathon, marathon and all that yeah. other stuff. Because I'm pretty sure this is actually one where we like went into a game store and I saw the box art for the PC boxes, and I was like, mm-hmm. Mom, I want that one, and like. On the cover, it's protagonist Kanoko, and she's covered in oh, like yeah. bullet belts and guns. Oh, and my yeah. mom was like, oh, I, I don't know now. about yeah, that. Yeah. It doesn't, it's wow. like it's very recognizable. Yeah, yeah. It's very so cool. she's awesome. It's like very anime looking. Wow. And I was a huge anime nerd, so I was like, Yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> so if you didn't know what it was, you would really have no grasp of how incredibly complex the battle system is. So technically it is a third person shooter, but I'm using air quotes here. It is very much a fascinating combo of both third person shooter and hand to hand combat. Hmm. I am genuinely not sure that I have encountered another game except for perhaps fighting games where hand to hand combat is this complex. Really? Like wow. considering how young we were and how very very bad at everything I was, Oni was not the game for me. But I loved it all the same. <laughs> I remember being stuck on the same goddamn level for I quit. You never well, no whichever level it was, I was stuck level oh, one? it was the <laughs> <laughs> it was this one particular battle against this one bad guy, Barabos or Barbaros or whatever his name was. Barbados. And I Barbados. never, it wasn't Barbados. I was like, sounds about right, but I don't think I'm correct. But I never beat him. Whatever it was, he had like this crazy particle cannon, almost like Zarya's from Overwatch. There you go. And he would just, mow, he would just mow you down with it. And I was like, fine, this is fine. I'll just give up. <laughs> when you mention that it's like a first-person shooter, slash, not first-person, third-person I mean, third shooter, slash, uh, yes, hand-to-hand combat, but really tricky. I see the the Kuwap so, thing. What's that guy's name that you had to run really fun on the computer? Oh, Kuwap. Kuwap. I feel like I visualize you playing it, and your character is just like a rubber band, and you're like, God, I can't figure this thing out. No, not can't quite. Be that bad, right? It's a little bit more structured than right, that. So, actually, thinking. architecturally speaking, Kuwap. I am pretty sure that they actually hired two real architects to build the levels. Oh, wow. That's really so cool. the levels were very... So it takes place in like... The, actually, I think it's the year 2032. So we're <laughs> not, not that far, far away from it. We're coming up on Kanoko's time. <laughs> so it's like futuristic for the time. You're in 2032. What the actual story that I really didn't absorb until I went back and revisited the game, I think for PlayStation 2, okay. uh, fairly recently, was you are in a dystopian kind of Orwellian future. Hmm. And at first, as Kanoko, you are a special agent of this a special task force and you're basically your whole job is to suppress the general populace from realizing how bad the world really is because basically humanity is contained in these specific cities and what the government is telling people is oh the world outside is very very dangerous it's this crazy environmental catastrophe or whatever but what you don't know is it's actually just pollution So the pollution outside your little domes is so bad that if you leave, you'll just immediately die from the toxicity levels. But the government, for whatever reason, doesn't want people to know that because they guess they'll be mad about it or whatever. So you as Kanoko are basically tasked with suppressing these people called the syndicate. I'm pretty sure is what they were called. Mm -hmm. They were like the bad guys. So the syndicate, you have to go around and fight them or whatever. 
and that's kind of as much as I absorbed as child me. I was like, <laughs> syndicate, fine. bad. That's all I'm going <laughs> to figure out. And so the game visually is very depressing. Like, in addition to being very polygonal for its time, it's very grayscale. Like, everything is gray, everything is dark, everything is bad. But all of the enemies are so unique. Like, every enemy kind of has its own class, and they all fight you in very different styles. And this is where your combat comes into play. So you can only carry one gun at a time. And ammo is extremely limited. Like, you can only find it in level. You, you're you always running out. So hand-to-hand combat is really the clincher. And you have, as you progress, this enormous catalog of moves that you can use. And in theory, moves that you can master. And then use to fight the different types of classes of enemies that you come across. I never absorbed any of that. <laughs> I was like, I'd better save my one you bullet the one move for the <laughs> next guy that comes around the corner. I know punch and kick, and that's about it. But there were these wild moves. The one that I always wanted to master but couldn't, I think was called the willow kick. Which was like this wild it kind sound of sound too dangerous. Yeah, it did. It, it, it was. I guarantee <laughs> it. It was light. very lethal. Like if you could figure it out, the Willow Kick was super cool. But the idea was to put this massive catalog of moves into combos, and I could never get it mm. right. And I struggled through every level. I was stuck. I think on level four, which is just a single building. For what felt like my entire life. <laughs> my that's, childhood. My, that's my struggle, though, with fighting games yeah. now. I'm not going to yeah. remember yeah. the combos. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, this is so difficult. But mm. I re- still remember it very fondly. So even though I sucked at this game, I still remember it like, yes, right. Kanoko, she's the coolest. And actually, I think one of the developers of the game, in retrospect, she was like, you have no idea how much I had to fight for the main female protagonist to wear normal clothes. Oh, I bet. Because she bet. has like a very normal outfit. Yeah, but a and at the time, one. like for Tomb Raider and stuff, it was all very exaggerated, yep. very sexualized. And she was like, no, we're going to have somebody cool and normal that could actually be a real cop. And I was like, yay, <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> so at the time, it was revolutionary. And if you haven't played Oni, go back and play it. You'll cry a lot, I think, but it's really good. Out of frustration? Yeah, out of frustration. Okay. That's a game that would have slipped into to obscurity if Halo had not been such a successful game. Because I think so. Because Bungie being attached yeah. to a game like Halo, I'm sure a lot of people went Wait, back. Wait, it was and Bungie and Rockstar. Yeah, I, I remember saw Rockstar's logo, logo now that I think I about it. Like yeah, I remember I like, seeing yeah. the logo, and I was like, I am a Rockstar. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, At the time, none forces? of those things made any sense to me. I was just like, whatever. This game's cool. And that's interesting, too, because it's like, I went back and looked, and you were right. Yeah, it was Bungie West's only game. And it's and it's there weird we that it's like What's, what is it was like their this? one and all it was just like a branch yeah like it was just a branch of Bungie and that's all they did hmm. and then they were disbanded which sucks because they made a really great game <laughs> at least could have been a, I mean did you check to make sure there's not an Oni three about to come out in December <laughs> I didn't check I probably should have <laughs> yeah, Oni five <laughs> we're on the fifth <laughs> it's installment. always been great we've changed our name to Bungie South <laughs> that's the only difference <laughs> right. <laughs> Headquartered in Austin, Texas. Headquartered in Austin, Texas. That would suck. That'd be awesome. So yeah, Zach. All right, all right. (laughs) My number two um, comes from small console. Came out in early two thousand. Called the Xbox. Oh, we never heard number one. Yeah, Yeah, I'll have to describe it. But yeah, it's pretty. It's already we're obscure, right? (laughs) Does it have an X on it? The Xbox, as I used to call it when I was a little boy. (laughs) Xbox and. this game is a game I've actually been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a long time. Okay. I've mentioned to you guys before in passing, but never have I been able to go into it and really talk about it, even though it's it's not like a crazy big game to talk about. But uh, it's Blood Wake. 
Have you heard me say those two words together like I think, that? I think so. Maybe once. And maybe once. Yeah, yeah. maybe once. Bloodwake. So Bloodwake is a game for the original Xbox that I got for I don't know what reason. Maybe the cover art looks so cool. And the cover, what the cover? I think it's a. I want to say like a East Asian style boat with chainsaws on it. What? Chain guns. <laughs> it's so and that's really the premise of the game right there. It's boats and guns. Nice. So picture oh, blood wake like mm-hmm. wake oh, the okay. wake oh, of a boat. Oh, wake gets oh, bloody. Okay. Okay. So think of gotcha. uh, Vigilante 8 or Twisted Metal but on water. Okay. That's what it is. And it, it is crazy. so much fun. I'm looking at some yeah, pictures look at the and images. it looks as wild as it sounds. And now when I ever think so I recently did some research on this game just to refresh my yeah, right? <laughs> to refresh myself and the graphics used to in my head were a lot better but they're not bad. I think it's it, it stood a little bit of the test of time. I think. Tell they, me the year again. Two thousand. That looks pretty good. That looks pretty good for look, a t- early two thousands Xbox does. game. Well, what the main, uh, I guess like the the coolest part of it, in my opinion, was the physics, the water, and the way the boats handled on the water was really well done. Yeah, at least for its time. I don't know. I haven't played it in forever. Maybe it still stands the test of time pretty well, but it had one of those. Um, Abilities you could do in the options screen by making it like low tide, high tide, or like high waves, low waves, stuff like that. And I was like, Ooh. Wait, you have control over you those? You can. Oh. You can. At least as far as I can remember. And you can, if you make a map or you put like high waves on there, there was like nothing more fun than that. Because you get such great air time. You're bouncing all, all over the place. Oh my God, yeah. It was so fun. And you shoot missiles. You got chain gun. And I don't think, unless I just can't remember, there was any kind of story mode. Maybe there was, but it's really like a the battle The story arena. is cool boats. Yeah, it's <laughs> cool boats and water with guns. That box art looks it vaguely look, familiar. Doesn't that, it looks kind of famous, doesn't I've it? I've never seen this in my life. So I think... I could be confusing it with someone else, but... I do else. wish it were covered in chainsaws, though. I know. You said it like, that's like, like that. That was the picture. Yeah, like, <laughs> cut someone, the someone's like making that game right now when they heard that. They're like, someone's right, like, yes! Chainsaws and boats. Yes, cut the boats. It's a tagline. Cut the boats. <laughs> but the, the the strongest points of the game were absolutely the the fighting mechanics, which were great. Like all the we- we had different weapons for every vehicle. They all came with different styles. It was like a classic car. Be, um, shoot See em up that game. eventually you make it to Thailand. Very culturally. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. There we go. Very inclusive. And uh, but really, for me, like when I ever think about it, I think of a map like that—the one that looks like Thailand—and it has like a setting sun, orange water, and to high waves. Blood. Yeah, and it was just like this really cool game that, again, like trick style, kind of appealed to my age. And I was right. like, "This is super cool," but it was. It's a great <laughs> game, and I would love to play it again. And I've mentioned this in our favorite multiplayer, all, favorite offline multiplayer games. How much I love games like Vigilante Eight and Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. I still think. Games like that should be coming out, and I'm bummed that they're not. Is that a woman in her underwear? No, no C3PO. It's a C3PO. Oh, Bloodwake. <laughs> Search. I'm not Unlockable sure. Unlockable character. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, so I'm really hoping. I don't know if they made a second one. I have no idea how popular this game was when it came out. That's why I'm kind of including it on my obscure games because for me it was it was popular. But did they come out with a second one? Bloodwake two? Did they? Mark? Is it oh, coming no, out? I don't, I don't think they did. No, no. There you go. It's obscure enough that it was not able to make a sequel. But, you know, it's one of those games that um, it was great, but again, I think it's obscure for a reason because oh, it wasn't, like, amazing. There's a petition. Petition. We want Blood Wake 2. There you go. I <laughs> should sign that petition. I'd be I'd petition. be on there immediately. Get that Blood Wake. Yeah. It was a... Um, 
you know, whenever I think of Blood, Blood Lake, I think about Twisted Metal, I think about Marble Blast Ultra. I don't know. I just yeah. think about these It's the kind of games, games that you, you played at that time. Yeah, like, exactly. I love exactly. Twisted Metal. So if this was like that, we probably would You would like it. it. And there's that extra layer of like bouncing around on the waves. I know that's such a small factor, but that was so much fun. Well, because it really normally, added the dynamic. It, it, like if you're thinking of like, I remember playing a game that was a... Uh, like, uh, like a jet ski racing game oh, on yeah. the N64 and like you just like went around across the water like there was no bounce and it wasn't like Wave that. Racer 64 it might have been it Wave Racer been. 64 that, that, there's a map in Wave Racer that has some waves quick FYI the petition got a total of 284 signatures that seems so there pretty are at obscure. least that's pretty obscure 280 <laughs> but their people. goal was only 250 so they exceeded oh, they the goal made it. Oh. No, what's, well, the, what's the description Blood all Lake Blood fans, Wake fans. <laughs> I'm one of them <laughs> We all know that Bloodwake is a fantastic <laughs> game. That's a great way to start it off. We all know. I'll state the obvious, but Blood don't Wake need to go into it any more than it's amazing. It so is. They should it, make it's a, a great one. game. Um, and I don't remember 2001. That must have been one of the like, uh, like an opening game for Xbox. You know, yeah. might have been one of the very, very few first ones. Still testing no the waters. <laughs> oh, as to what they could. We're good with our puns. I know, man. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, Bloodwake. So what I had. What year was this petition? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 2002. It's like 20, 20, 2016. <laughs> Sign up, Logan. Support. Sign the petition. Support your support. What are the comments? Bloodwick sucks. <laughs> Bloodwick sucks. I'm just doing this because it's funny. First. First. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bloodwick. But yeah, so that's uh, my number two. Bloodwick. Nice. It's nice. a great game. And if you haven't played it, you probably won't. And, uh, you know, just know that it exists. That's all that I'm trying to do here. Spread the good word. Good to know. It actually sounds very reminiscent. So you're talking about like Twisted Metal and, yeah. and the uh, Vigilante 8 and stuff like that. It sounds... Also similar to Star Wars Demolition. Is that your number one? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, it would have been a great segue. But it, no, it's another game, which again, I don't really know how much, how many other people played it, but it was basically like a twisted metal, but Star, Star Wars. Wars. Hey. You would drive all the different ships and stuff. You'd shoot at each other. You'd run into each other. It was a ton of fun. That sounds but it, fun. Sound, it sounds similar to Blood. God, Star Wars. There's so many just different variations of that. Hey, man, it's a, it's a, when you've got a profitable it's franchise a like that, yeah. you've got uh, you to find the ways you to make do. the bank. They you need do. to make a Star Wars version of Animal Crossing. Are you kidding me? I would play yeah. the bejesus out of that. Well, let's start a petition. What, like, yeah. what are the little teddy bears and Ewoks? The Ewoks. Wookies yeah. are much bigger. Yeah, okay. It's Chewbacca. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Look on my shelf and you will see Chewbacca. Everything is falling. Yeah, dude, what's going on? Over here, because to I, our took, left I took off the uh, I took off the mounted TV up there. It's great; oh, yeah. they all look like they're shooting at the ceiling, like mm-hmm. some horrible thing happened, mm-hmm. yeah. and like they didn't manage to shoot it out of the sky in time. The uh, the Death Star, Poor they yeah, sure, they couldn't stop all Except the. Except Darth Vader looks like he's on. That's your not side. Darth Vader. Oh, who is that? That's, oh my god, that's a. It's black. I don't know. It's a tie. It's a tie fighter pilot. Whatever. God. What's your number one? So yeah, before we go, oh, yeah. do you have? <laughs> I totally no. don't. Okay, I'm and that's fine because we are recording this episode uh, in advance because next week is Fourth of July, and we're all, or the Fourth of July week, and we're going to be very busy with other with celebrating holiday things. So we're recording this episode early, so it's kind of hard. Things to know. were happening on other days. It's kind of it's kind of hard to know what the news is going to be before it happens. So we're just going to go with no good, no news is good news. Yeah, and everything's move on fine. To our number one, we should have, still do Dylan's rap. Yeah, just put it in there for funsies. All right. Well, that was good. Yeah, it was awesome. Love that Yay. rap. Love that. <laughs> it's always great to hear that again. 
So instead of the Momo Thong, and yes, we're going to go ahead and move <laughs> oh, on bad. to our number ones. No, that's fine. I expect I didn't expect you to have one today because we yeah. were. It's we a were, miracle I managed to make this many. <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised I have a list. We are definitely recording the squeezing this recording session in er, pretty quickly <laughs> to our last one. So uh, so yeah, there's that. Excuse us. It's we have to make we have to make sacrifices sometime we to do. be able to still continue to deliver weekly fantastic episodes. It's a promise for life. We it's said a it promise. Last it's a promise. Oh, last what? Jeez. Yeah, last episode. Yeah, right, you're right. I yeah. forget. That's two weeks from now. I always forget. So my number one is a more recent game. Came out in two th- in 2010, and it was made by a small independent Canadian studio. It's all these Canadian studios, yeah. man. And I'm assuming you say it, Clay, Clay, K L E I, K L E I. Clay. I'm going to say Clay Entertainment. Okay. Mm. Now like, it was no. developed by this, but then it, but it was published by EA. So and it was released to like the oh, Xbox EA Live just came over and so that's our game. The oh, Xbox I'm Live sure. Arcade and stuff like that. Okay. And this game is Shank. <laughs> Shank. <laughs> Canadians, why would they do this? Being Shank people? Kind of, to an extent. It is a two D two D side. Well, I mean, your main character, his name is Shank, and he holds like two knives that look very much like Shanks. Okay. <laughs> So you, I'm guessing shank. you do shank people. So you shank a lot of people because <laughs> it is a, it is described as genre as a 2D side scroller beat 'em up action game. Oh, like Ninja Turtles or actually beat 'em up is the term they used to describe Oni. Like I just didn't say it because I thought that no one would understand what that meant. Beat 'em up. That's there we a go. genre beat em up. of gaming. Yeah, beat em up. apparently. Or you just like bash people into oblivion, and that's yeah, pretty that's much what happens. What I like to with, do with uh, with Shank. And this game was really fun, and they did make a sequel for it, Shank Two, which came out a couple years later, which I have and just haven't beat, finished yet. Mm-hmm. Got those both on a uh, good old humble bundle sale. Got some sweet. Clay Entertainment games. Very humble. And uh, and anyway, so it's a very much has a the look of like a comic book or a graphic novel, which is very like distinct black lines, makes everything look like very very bold and stand and you know p- kind of pops out, but it also has like a kind of a a cartoonish feel to it. Okay. And but it's also but don't let that fool you because it is incredibly violent. Is this yep. it? That's it. Oh, it looks good actually. Let me see. Yeah, I forgot. Twenty ten. You're going to make a game oh, like this, better, you know, be pretty artistic. Yeah, it looks. It look, it's super fun, but it's also super gory. Because uh, you you basically will just run into into hordes of guys slashing away with your with your knives and any other weapons you can get your hands on, and you're like, the blood's gushing everywhere. <laughs> it actually is very slightly. It has a very much. Uh, Kill Bill feel to it, oh, okay, or theme okay. to it, mm-hmm. because the whole idea is the main character Shank is seeking revenge on his old boss Caesar or Caesar Caesar, who it's a very was villain like, sounding name ran a you know criminal enterprise naturally. And yep. is that him, Caesar? Let me see. No. Oh, never mind. Uh, that's one of the other, that's one of the other <laughs> Ooh, bosses you run one. you run into. You get a chainsaw. At some yeah, point? you get a chainsaw and Sweet. stuff. So you're just like okay. hacking fools all over the place. You can get yeah. like guns and grenades and all this other stuff. It it gets ridiculous and over the top. But anyway, so Cesar killed your girlfriend Eva. Yeah. What the? Fuck? And so you're going on a, a pure revenge. Yeah. Blood fueled revenge trip so. is basically what this is. So you basically go through these different levels chasing Cesar down, but you fight. His uh, his Minions. other yeah his 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 soldiers <laughs> his foot soldiers and then also his other uh, like generals and stuff. So oh, you, the term I was actually looking for was henchmen. Uh, yeah. There we go. There we henchmen. go. My henchmen. Bad. 
Minions sound too nice now because of that stupid ass movie. Oh, I'll shots have you fired. know I love the Minions. Jared, losing, losing well, you know what? Already. I'm making fun of that. <laughs> How dare You're you, wrong. sir? This looks like a game I would have played in my technology class in seventh grade behind my teacher's back. Like one of those online games that are yeah. like stick figure shoot 'em up. Games. Yeah, pretty much. It totally I mean, looks like that. Well, and we so, all did in English class. Come on. Yeah. And so what's funny laptops. is I actually I'm just now realizing all three of these games I actually played on PC, not console. Ah, oh. there you go. The PC master. Yeah. There we go. Man, didn't know that. Actually, both of mine so far have been, too. Because technically, Siberia was PC. And Oni, even though it's for PlayStation 2, it was also for PC. And that's how we played it. PC! We'll just call this the the, the PC episode. You guys are PC gamers. (laughs) But but no, it was was just really... Because the, the big thing about it, like I said, you just will, like, dive into a bunch of enemies who just come at you and some will be armed with guns some will be armed with melee weapons of some type and you would just run in and you could hit a combination of buttons to make you like slow it would slow time down while you would jump up and then land on somebody and like implant your knives into his Uh, chest and then just like start hacking and then somebody comes up from behind and you can like be still holding this guy down and turn around with your with your ranged weapon and Mm -hmm. like blast this dude who's coming at you then go back to smashing this dude unstoppable that is (laughs) multitasking There is time manipulation in this game. Just in that small amount where you where you do the the I you know my feelings about I time know I know you love it and, and it still feels pretty it. great to yeah. do this leaping motion and then just like slamming into this yes, dude yes, with your yes, knives. It's pretty it. awesome. It's pretty awesome. And then of course there would be some amount of destructible environment. You could shoot a gas can and it will blow up and kill some guys or you can throw throw grenades and then yeah you can just arm find the pretty much so yeah. there's no like passive mode that you can play in this game <laughs> no you're not going to be able to go without killing anyone like friends you have to kill people in this one sorry Morgan. you'll have to let the pikmin die <laughs> let the pikmin die never cover my dead body <laughs> we should make a shirt for me and zach that yeah. says let the pikmin die no yeah, let it and go. i'll say save the pikmin <laughs> exactly the pikmin. and so yeah, we should. We need shirts. We need shirts. Just, just in Whenever general. we get our new logo oh, and all that Oh, you guys' stuff. shirts can have the, the little Pikmin ghosts, and mine will have them living. Pikmin oh my ghosts. God. That would be a good shirt design. Pick the shirt. Pikmin ghosts. Yeah, the little ghosts. I'm going to cut this out so no one makes this before we People will be like, what is that? You'd be like, nothing. You wish you knew, <laughs> You wish you knew. <laughs> you should uh, listen to Team Chat Podcast episode yeah. 28. We really haven't talked that in-depth about Pikmin, though. I disagree. I disagree. I could talk more about it. I don't think we should talk that in-depth about The Last of Us. Three. Yeah, I could probably talk about it a yeah, little bit Halo more. I think Halo 2 hasn't been brought up enough either. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, Wait, so... Can we do an episode of like, like games we talk too much about or something? <laughs> like, dude, it's like the cover art for that. So much it's more like to the say. last of us, Legend of Dragoon and Halo, Halo 2, 2 art. And people just, like, more. people just like, yeah, no. no, gonna, no. I'm gonna, in the words of, of Johnny Q, nah, pass. <laughs> nah, <I'm> a pass. <laughs> Um, but no, so Shank, it was just a really fun over the top action game and which really is where a lot of the fun came from it. The boss battles were very difficult. I remember fighting his, uh, one of the captains, uh, one of the bosses, Cassandra. She has like a katana and all this stuff. She was really quick with quick slashes and thrusts and stuff that you had to Mm. dodge and avoid. And so... I don't. It just was really over the top, fun, gory gameplay. It looks like the kind of game that would do well on mobile, was it? Yeah, it does. No, it did not make it to mobile. It was on you know PC, Mac, and Microsoft, and like Xbox, Xbox Live Arcade, and stuff like that. So no, I don't think it would make the jump. It did purely because you did have to push a lot of buttons. Like there were different combinations to do the to do the leaping attack. There were to do you know you had to be able to like hold down your attack button and your 
melee button while pushing your range button. It, it had some crazy combinations of keys, but still, over-the-top gory fun, and it was dig it. a lot of fun. I like those types of games. You know what game, and this is a little bit different, that has any of us played Braid? I know that's not even an obscure game, but I wish one of us had played that game. I thought we I thought talked you about had. it. Yeah. No. We I talked lied. about it a long time ago. I thought it came up. I know, I know it came Maybe up, but I know... we were just talking about the art style. Didn't it come up in... I know a lot about it. it. We've brought it up a couple times, I feel like, because we might have talked about it in the art style. I also feel like we talked about a game that you were looking forward to, I think. Uh, the Witness, I think, is made yeah. by the same guy who made Brave. Oh, okay. And I think that's where it got brought up. Because time manipulation is big in Braid. Is it? It is. You can reverse time, I well, believe. Then why haven't you played it? If you love time and manipulation. It kind of, and it's, it's supposed to be great. I should play it. Even <laughs> though I know the twist at the end, and the twist is huge. Okay, well, don't spoil it No spoilers, me. please. I won't. Oh, I won't. you know what? I bet you can get that game on super cheap for Steam Summer Sale. I you, bet you can. I bet you for can. Steam. I do. That's my <laughs> secret job. <laughs> or Valve, or whoever handles that. Yeah, Valve. But no, yeah. I God, played, I wish. I haven't played Braid. <laughs> We'll play it. I need to stockpile like smaller games like that that I can slap on my yeah. Vita because I'm about to, well, in a few months, I'm going to make a long playing ride. Do you ever see anybody else playing the Vita? Just you, man. <laughs> it's just you. Jared <laughs> said, like, no. No. Just, no, that's, that's the big thing. No. Everyone no. knows. And like the big pushers, like uh, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty, you know, the kind of funny guys, they play Vitas and they love the Vita, but like it's well accepted and they know it as well that there is basically <laughs> no love for the Vita on, in Sony. Like no. they will every once in a while. Like that's why it was such a big deal that Drinkbox made Severed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they came out and were like, hey, you guys all love Guacamelee, which is also an amazing game <laughs> you should, that you guys, should, you, should, you guys should try to find and play. And the title's great. It's on Steam, just so you know. And uh, sure, Mogan knew that. So <laughs> I I've talked about thank it a you bit very before. much. But so they made this multi-platform game with Guacamelee, and then they said, "Hey, <laughs> after that, you say that with a straight face, because <laughs> I love it. You're you're a luchador in that game. That's so so that's where the that's where the Guacamelee. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and so they came after that game, and they're like, you know what? We're not going to make a We're going to make a game that only is coming for Vita. We're releasing it only for Vita. And now, of course, they're porting it to other places. I was about but to say that seems like a terrible marketing <laughs> idea, but. It was really well received. And it, visually speaking, you actually let me play a little bit. It's an awesome looking game. Oh, I love like, it. It's way I still need really to, I need good. to finish it up, but it's, it's fun. Yeah. But so no, it is widely known that there is really no love for the Vita. <laughs> That's and too actually, bad. But I love it. I love the go. Vita. Isn't Gravity Rush for the Vita? Most games. I thought. They, Gravity Rush is that a remind me what that one is? Gravity Rush is like that really cool looking game. It might where be where you're like this girl with like kind of long whitish blonde hair. It's a it's a it's a Japanese game, and right? She, I think maybe, and I you think, can or like at least fly anime influence. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really might cool be. Looking. Let's let's and look that And they're coming up. out with Gravity Rush two this year, aren't they? Yes. And it's like a big deal. That might be. It's going to be super of. cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what y'all. Are no one saying. asked you. I'm actually in playing it. Go back to your I'm actually Xbox. playing the first. <laughs> don't play Uncharted again. The first JRPG that I've ever played. I'm playing it on the Vita right now. Is it the Legend of Dragoon, which is, they totally put on the Vita? There you is, go. It is not. I should get no, the Legend of Dragoon for my, no for my plane How ride. How dare to, you play other JRPGs? I should get that. I should no. get Legend should. of Dragoon though for, my, for like 20 minutes. But like, eh, I don't want to play this. That <laughs> that is, you have to tell Mogan that, 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 that. You're going to dread I'm that gonna conversation. I'm going to punch you in the face. But I should, I should get it to play on the plane to Europe when I go. TCP disbanded. Oh, you're playing to Europe. Your yes. private jet. My private jet. First class. podcast on the wing. It will. It will one day. But no, the game that I'm playing is called Free 
Freedom Wars, which actually got a lot of oh, attention. It doesn't even sound like a real game. It was fun. It's it's pretty fun. I'm still playing. <laughs> let's that talk one. about Valiant Hearts again. <laughs> like, yeah, let's let's bring up all these old games. Okay, so. Logan, what's your number one? Oh, I wasn't ready. You can't just we leave were, it. We we're going us. on so many That actually trails. is a really good lead that is in, the, though. That is the role, my role to like, Mine no, is stop. actually a JRPG. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Usually, the vast majority of JRPGs that I've played in my day are all from Sony. They're either on our Final Fantasy VII demo that we had on PC way back in the day, but then later we did eventually get the game for PlayStation, and really most of the JRPGs I've ever encountered have pretty much exclusively been for PlayStation. Like, well, if they ever were, because they're mostly Square Enix. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and Square Enix kind of mostly d- p- stays in the Sony realm. Yeah. But yeah. this one would have been Baton Kaitos. Never heard of it. No, I think no, there no. was more to the title than that. It was like... Something about an ocean, like eternal something. Star Ocean. Was something no, it like wasn't that. Star Ocean, but it was similar. <laughs> Gravity Rush is on also, for the Vita. I, oh, okay, I found that's that out. What I, Sorry. Okay. So, Baton Kaitos, shockingly enough, for the GameCube. Hmm. And so, this is actually a really interesting thing that has kind of become more of a big deal in recent years. Baton Kaitos was made by Monolith Soft. Monolith. Monolith Soft developer? is now like working in conjunction with Nintendo, shockingly on Breath of the Wild. Oh. The Zelda game? Monolith oh. Soft is helping out with Breath of the Wild. Wow. But before that, the other one that most Nintendo fans would know them for is Xenoblade. Okay. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, so they did Xenoblade. Now they're helping with Breath of the Wild. Wow. And as it turns out, a way long time ago, I think this would have been 2004? 2002 to 2004. You'll, you'll, yeah, don't quote me on that. So uh, right around there is when they came out with Baton Kaitos. And it really has a, as far as I know, a tiny cult following. I had almost completely forgotten about it, except that here just in the past few months, one of my Tumblr friends, because I'm on Tumblr, was like, how come nobody knows about Baton Kaitos? And I was like, wait, You're that like, sounds Ahem. familiar. So I think I've played that game. I know about Baton Kaitos. It was a long, like, it. I think we rented it. I think this was a game that I rented from Blockbuster. Oh, man. So I am almost positive that I did not finish it because who can play that much of a game in a week? You just don't return it. We, uh, you just don't and return it. And wait for it. them to go out of business. Wait for them to go out of business. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. So Baton Kaitos for the GameCube, it was a classic JRPG in that it was a very anime style. But in that same breath, it was very for the time span, if you actually look up some of the cutscenes and even just the overall look of the game, it did really well for its time period. Like, it was very visually, maybe not advanced, but it was very visually stunning. Like, it really popped. When you saw the game art for Baton Kaitos, you were like, oh, that looks interesting. I wonder what this game is about. So, in terms of what it's actually about is... <laughs> Google couldn't even recognize. I must have misspelled that so bad. They couldn't even like. Knew, it's B A T E N and then K A I T O S. Baton Kaitos. Oh, I see. God, I butchered that. Google like nothing. Not even a suggestion. Sorry, no results match your. This is obscure. So obscure. So yeah. So oh, look at the cover art. Isn't it cool? Isn't it a cool looking game? Rarely do I see purple. Yeah. That color on. So it matched the GameCube overall in terms of visuals very very well because like GameCube's. 
logo is purple. Baton Kaito's very, very oh, purple. Oh, did you, did you already say the, the name under the title? No, so it's, what's the whole thing? It's Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean. Eternal Wings <laughs> and the Lost Ocean. It did have something to do with the ocean. ocean. The so I was almost the Lost right. Ocean. So to give you a bit more background on both of those things. Ahead. No, go I'm go getting ahead. to it, you scumbag. <laughs> oh, wow, look at this image. Oh, yeah, oh no, let me see that one. That looks awesome. um, Looks like a walrus oh, beast. Oh, yes. So actually just, so you'll notice that almost every player in that, frame has wings so the whole idea mm-hmm. of baton kaitos is a lot of people would argue that baton kaitos takes place in an alternate future of earth in which for whatever reason i can't remember what the reason was in game but i think that all of the oceans have evaporated wow and so now humanity lives on floating islands in the sky so mm-hmm. I think that the vast majority of the game takes place on these floating islands in the sky, but you are basically above what used to be Earth. And you technically are not any one particular character in your party. You are actually a guardian spirit. So the whole game starts where I think you're this guardian spirit and like he or she or it has lost all of its memories, pretty sure. And the main protagonist comes to you. His name is Kalas. Uh, K-A-L-A-S. I say names my own way. Everybody else can suck it. <laughs> so, so Kalas, he comes to you and he's like, hey, Guardian Spirit, I need some help with some stuff. And that's all I gathered from that portion. I was like, sure, whatever, I'll help you. <laughs> and his friend, I think her name is Zella, but it's with a, an X. Jesus. Yeah, it sounds about Christ. right. <laughs> it's like, this is like Serbia. All yeah, over yeah again. This is, it's, it's Siberia. It's like, okay, back up. Thank you very Siberia. much, Serbia. <laughs> back up. <laughs> The child of Siberia. No, so you play as Kalas and primarily Zella. They're kind of your two main party characters. Okay. And everyone in these sky islands has evolved wings. So the whole thing is that everyone can kind of fly now. Except for poor Kalas. I think at one point he lost one of his wings. Well, is he the on the cover? Yeah, he's the guy on the cover. he's got a mechanical wing. So one of them is mechanical. So like he's Yeah, he's awesome. And so, okay, major spoilers ahead. I remember enough of the game to have gotten to the big twist, which is where you are progressing through as Kalas, the Guardian Spirit, Zealous, and all their other various party games, and... Party characters. What did I say? Party, party characters. Party characters. All the Mario other people in your party. party. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I thought of. So you're progressing through kind of on your quest to what you believe is to save the world. But as it turns out, kind of halfway through, it is revealed that Collis, your main guy, is totally the bad guy. He's the hmm. antagonist. He turns on you. And as Damn. it turns out, I said spoiler alert. I said you it. You did. I that spoiler horrific. He was working for the bad guys all along to do this thing where they revive <laughs> the end Magnus. I can't believe you remember and all the this. End Magnus, I know. It's amazing. I, I feel I like I play do... games like when I was talking about The Order, which is a game I just finished. <laughs> I, I was still like, what happened? <laughs> I had to do a lot of research to like refresh my memory uh-huh. about it because all I really remembered were images. Oh, so you speak actual, about it with such confidence. Yeah, so, yes. the, so the Seriously. actual story really did not sink in because it would have been around that same time period where nothing was sinking in and I was just playing games sure. and having a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Super Monkey Ball. Now all these details. Uh, yeah, Super yeah, Monkey Ball. Awesome game. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah Super Monkey great, Ball 2. It's a great, great game, GameCube great game. game. But we're talking about Baton Kaitos. <laughs> so the big clincher about Baton Kaitos, and one of the things that I remember the most, is that the actual gameplay in the fighting system was wild. It was like a card-based strategy game, but it was also turn-based fighting. But you would use your cards like you would build a deck. That's pretty cool. And like it was, I remember being bad at it. 
Definitely, but like your <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. If I, I can't no remember, doubt. I was but I was that. definitely bad at it. But like your cards had like a function, not just in battle, but in the outside world at large. So like things that you would attach to the cards could do stuff in game and then do other stuff out in the regular world. And like you could just pick crap up in the regular world, like flowers of all things. And you'd be like, oh, you want to attach these one year cards? And I'd be like, sure, that sounds like a great idea. If it's possible, I'll do it. But then further down the line, I'd be like, oh, your flower wilted. Now your card doesn't work the same. And I'd be like, what do you mean the flower wilted? What This is yeah. some horse apples right here. Why, Why did so, no one water the flower? Yeah. <laughs> Why so did you ask me to water the flower? There were a lot of elements to the game that I didn't have the mental capacity to really grasp at the time. So I'm sure I was playing it wrong. But if you can manage to get through my crazy piece together explanation of the game, it's awesome. <laughs> and I think that, no, it was probably only for GameCube. I'm sure they didn't put it on anything else. But if you recall, the Wii, the original Wii, mm-hmm. is backwards compatible with GameCube games. That's true. So if that anybody still has their old Wii laying around, and you can find Batten Kaitos for under a hundred bucks, which it's kind of a collector's item now. So oh, is you, it, is it you may pricey? not be able to. No. Yeah. Oh, I was oh, about to say, I was like, that it might not steep. be. It might not be. But it feels like when I've looked it up Let's before, see. it was Batten hard Kytos. to find. Like maybe you can find uh, it in a used, yeah, used game sale. store. How much shopping, is it? Shopping, I'm shopping, shopping, yeah. Mm. Ooh! Wow, 115. Oh, wait, so Whoa. I wasn't wrong. No, oh, that's surprising. That's how obscure wow, it is. Wow, 123. Boom! Wow, 71. I knew it. Wow. Yeah, boy. so it's expensive. <laughs> cool. It's an expensive game. I mean, in that same vein, have you ever gone back and tried to buy Mario Sunshine? No, it's no. so freaking expensive. Trying to Why buy like that? Mario, a like lot any of those old GameCube games are really pricey now. Really, because like they've just become these huge collectors things uh, that yeah. like only real GameCube people. One hundred ninety, brand new, two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, oh, they might, they must what? have a sealed copy. They've yeah, got this have a is a yeah. copy, not for resale. GameCube uh, original, whatever. Damn. So the point is, it's awesome, and people who have played it love it, love it, love it. And if I could afford it, I would love to go back and play it again. But God knows, I'm not spending that much money no. on a GameCube game. <laughs> yeah, considering you can up. buy a GameCube for like twenty dollars, we somewhere. totally still have our original family GameCube. Nice. Yeah. Boom. Family that games so, yeah. together stays together. Now I'm looking one. up most expensive video games. Is Bat and Kaitos number one? <laughs> no, Little Samson. Nintendo Entertainment System, $1,500. What in the wow. hell? Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Gold Collector's Edition. Boom. It's only 55 here. Oh. Mega Man X3 for SNES, $1,200. Oh, X4 is the best one. Yeah. Boo. 1200 Wow, look at this. Spyro the Dragon. No, that's, no, that's not We still have our Spyro. Wow, you get lost down here. Pokemon Stadium. Ooh. You're getting lost. That should be my number one, but that's <laughs> not that. <laughs> We've talked about it before. <laughs> yeah, we have, haven't we? Yeah. When did yeah. we talk about Pokemon Stadium? I don't remember, but you like explained it a lot. <laughs> did I really? No, wait, that was Pokemon Snap. My ah, bad. My bad. My yes. bad. Yeah. Okay, we po- should talk about Pokemon we'll, we'll, Stadium. We'll hold off. We'll, on that. We'll, Maybe we'll do a Pokemon. We'll do the Pokemon episode. We'll put a curtain. The over Jared's mic. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be here to just make sure time limits. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> are, uh, Smash doesn't I'll, count. I, I can talk only Smash. in my experience with that's Smash. Like, that's like when we talk about Zelda. And Jared's playing, like, I played Zelda and Smash. And or playing Link. Link and Smash. I played some Ocarina of Time. I'm not just sure. Throwing I'm it out there. Just throwing it out there. That sounds like a lie. I admit, I've only played Twilight Princess. I admit. And it counts. If you've only played great. Twilight Princess, it counts. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Zach. My number one. What is your number one? Bring us home. So a trailer for this game came out back in probably 2002, because this game was released in 2003, again for the Xbox. What a surprise. Shock and awe. Shocker. <laughs> wow. Really 
Really interesting gamer, Zach. <laughs> just Microsoft fanboy. No, no, that's not true. It's what you had. It's what you had. It's, you it's, played it's, what you had. Twas, yes, yes. <laughs> Twas the past. But a trailer came out for this game on a disc that I think, I want to say it had the Halo 2 trailer and this game trailer and probably some other things. It was like a side disc that came out for another game. I don't even remember when games developers used to do this, but they used to like... Well, it was before YouTube, so... <laughs> yeah, it was, exactly. So they'd send like you a DVD in the mail. And I watched this trailer hundreds of times. I don't know why. I was like obsessed with it. And I'm, my friend was like, I don't want to watch it again. I was like, play it back. And let's watch the Halo 2 trailer. I, I love trailers. I just love hype and anticipation. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. And especially, yeah, it was it was awesome. And so this game uh, was, it's a third-person shooter. And actually, Mogan, what you were saying about... I was about to say, is this Oni? Are we talking <laughs> what, about, what, what, did what, they put her on Xbox? What you were saying about the last game, like how it's team... But you weren't any of the characters. I almost oh. thought, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually just like this game. So the trailer introduced four different characters. It's third-person shooter. They all come from different parts of the universe, I think. It takes place in like 2335. It's like 300 years in the future. <laughs> that sounds like uh, Oni. Yeah. 2032. <laughs> and human civilization has like gone out to other planets. And oh. there's some backstory there about how we inhabit these other planets. And we have to guard... Basically, these four characters are belong to a troop that like are defense. If 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 bad aliens come to a planet, they have to go and take them out or something like that. And that's what happens in the game. You gotta go out to this planet. There's a evil alien race, which I don't remember. And I even looked up images were that memorable. They all look kind of the same. It's not like the Covenant from Halo. I was right. about to say, I think you mean the Covenant. <laughs> You're talking about the Covenant, actually. They don't uh, have any, to me at least, any really interesting, that interesting of qualities. But I could just be remembering incorrectly. But that's yeah. that's how I see it. And <laughs> so I'm right. And <laughs> they, uh, the four characters, there was a dinosaur, which is interesting. What? Excuse okay. me? Like what a raptor. Kind of dino- oh, what? It's like a green raptor-esque dinosaur. Can I be a long neck? Uh, yeah. This is not <laughs> the land before Bigfoot. time. <laughs> um... And then the th- other three were humans. Okay. So, so sorry. only one dinosaur? I, I, yeah, I spoiled the best one first. Uh, but the game's called Brute Force. You ever heard of it? No. No. God, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wrap it up, Zach. Just, just... <laughs> we skip this one? <laughs> so, Continue. So what is Brute Force? Because no. Tell us so more. Brute third-person shooter. Four people. You got uh, Brutus. I'm going to have to probably look this up. I don't oh, even remember. is that what the game is named for? Brutus? Brutus I, you know, Force? I don't think so. Brutus is just one of, the, one of the characters. Let me see here. Just coincidentally have a, a name very similar to the Brutus. title. Uh, so there's Tex cool and Brutus. Etu Brute. Tex is like a... Oh, yeah. Etu. Uh, Tex is got two chain guns. Of course. Of Hell course. Yeah. And he's like super American butch dude, like really stereotype McCree. white guy, just like, it's I'm here to save noon. the world. Is it high noon in it's space? high noon. Uh, Brutus is the green scaly raptor dinosaur. <sighs> okay. And he's super cool. He was my favorite, obviously. Now, does he look like a legit raptor or is he kind of human? Do you want to see the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, want see some, I want to see some images. That's the cover art. So, oh, so, okay. I recognize, recognize So Brutus I is on the left. I remember seeing this in... Probably Blockbuster. Probably and I was so. Like, that looks it's probably stupid. not even that obscure, to be honest. Dangerous alone, deadly together. That's the tagline. Pretty oh, good. God. So we got Brutus right there. Tex in the back. See his two chain guns. Yep. Yeah. Uh, looks like Flint. That's the sniper. She's great. It's awesome. badass and name. I don't know if I remember the redhead name. Uh, Hawk. Those are cool names. Flint and Hawk. Flint Hawk. I'm Tex on board with that. And Hawk is uh, the stealth character. Okay. And so remember when I was mentioning that game, uh, Full Spectrum Warrior? Yes. It's like. It's not exactly the same, but you you could switch from character to character in real time, which okay. I thought was super cool. So basically, yeah. the whole point of the game is not it's a first, it's a shooter where just go in there, you're one person, the other three AI characters will help you out. It is 
you as a sniper first must go up this tower, get in position, and when you get off of her and go up to maybe Brutus, who's the dinosaur, you can she'll be like an AI character and you have her set up there. You know what I mean? It's so almost like a real time. Of of it's a tactical based. Oh, it's okay. a tactical based shooter. It okay. is. And what what I loved about it and what I hadn't seen before is the ability to switch characters like that. And so to be able to go up as Flint, get in a sniping position, or just snipe as her, and then go to Brutus, and he had this, like, night vision and, like, this charge mode, so you could activate that. I don't even know if you had, like, you probably had, like, power it up in some way. And you could, like, run in, like, just start mowing people down, or, like, I think you, like, bite them or something. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Get them in the, <laughs> Use the those ankles. Raptors. I'd better yeah. be a dinosaur for a reason. <laughs> I actually think the animations were not that great. The guy, he kind of, like, just, like, did, like, what you did, like, at a football game, like, the wave, you know, and, like, the, the character would flip. I don't know. It was something that I don't think was that great. And, or you could go in as Hawk and be invisible, but basically you're running through these different maps and you're completing this missions because this alien race who is evil is trying to take over this planet and you're assigned to defend it. You, you're a part of some defense group. I don't remember the name. Probably not that interesting. Wait, are you part of the brute force? Is it brute force? It, that's probably <laughs> totally. I'm calling it, man. I don't know. If that it's is brute what force. they're called. I don't think it's called. That. I am correct about that. I don't Scroll think down. So. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what it says. I'm definitely right. Uh, I'm always right about everything. Plot that can be disputed. Show, wow. Jared. <laughs> Those are the worlds they patrol. Oh no, no, the Confed. Oh, Confed. <laughs> well, that's the short term. Confederation okay. of Allied. Oh, okay. So there you Whatever go. should be brute force. Yeah, I was correct. And uh, they use brute force. They use by. brute force. So Tex and Brutus specifically, those are like your main people, or those are like the guys that run in there and just don't even have any kind of like delicacy with whatever they do. They're right. loud and annoying. Flint and Hawk, way cooler. I was them way more often. Because you love Brutus. that stealth. I love. I love stealth. The fact that I could go invisible was that's it. You got me. I'm gonna play and sniping. I love sniping too. So using those characters was great. But you would go to different worlds, too. I remember there's one planet that you go to, actually, like Brutus's planet, for example, and you have to basically, all the enemies are Brutus. They're like <gasps> the raptors, except no. red. No. And so, yeah, they, and they had those Kill moves. Zone people. I, know, I know. So he had, they had kind of his moves, and you'd have to adjust your strategy to that. It was, it was a fairly strategic game. Did he have qualms about killing his own? I don't think so. No, because uh, he was did... purified by the power of good. Yeah, that's why he also had like a brown green. diaper on. <laughs> It wasn't a diaper, can't but it's have, a, it's can't a, have raptor genitalia just hanging out everywhere. Exactly, in the exactly. Game. They couldn't figure out how to do it. I mean, it, it was rated it's just, M, but I mean, it's more still, like a loin there are limits. There yeah, are I'll show limits. you guys like a screenshot here of what it kind of maybe looks like. Oh wow, this is God. This brings me back. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> There's Brutus. Okay. So he's got like a... You know, oh, yeah. You know, it's like short. He it's looks like way less raptorish than I was expecting. I was thinking of a much more realistic raptor. Oh, yeah. I would call him a lizard man. Yeah, he's a lizard man. He's a lizard raptor's, person. Oh, yeah, raptor's not that accurate, actually. But raptor he, man, how about raptor that? Man. Whatever. He looks like that, uh, what's that old N64 uh, game character, Gex? Secret Agent Gecko. Oh, Gex! Oh. Like, looks, we need to talk bro Mogan it's Gex. talk it's Gex your on steroids. ear off about Gex. Is he a fan? Oh, he loves Gex. Are you kidding me? That was our. That me? was his entire childhood. I don't even know what that is. He was actually. obsessed. Well, there we go. Yes. Obscure game. He was like the James <laughs> Bond of lizards. <laughs> so, so he just he after he quit that agency, he just joined up with exactly. with the Confed. He joined up with the brute force. Got on and, roids. Uh, got on roids. Became Buff, Brutus. Bulked up. Wow, I yeah. wish the game looked like that. That's that, that <laughs> must be like a, a nice rendition of it. Yeah, it not with fan art. Or something. Like. Yeah, that looks great. Uh, but that, yeah, Brute Force, I'm sure some people have played it. It's a great game. I actually think it was one of the games that it's obscure and it wasn't bad, you know? Yeah. I actually liked it. I think it got decent reviews. It was cool. Watching a trailer for it, it did not age well. It's, <laughs> the graphics are pretty bad. Yeah. 
don't think they looked that great. Oh, I think one of the biggest hits that Batten Kaitos had about it was that the voice acting was very mm, overdone. It's terrible. And like the graphics may have aged well, but the voice acting did not. That's kind of how I feel about like those late 90s early 2000s games yeah, like they're they kind of like that awkward quite... period of of growing out your hair yeah. when it's not quite oh, long what a great analogy to, it, it's short and it's just quite... it just looks messy but and, yeah. and the, but the problem they're really stretching to like the, to make it look great and right. they did as much as they could but it's yeah you're right they should yeah. have just there's waited. that awkward period where you're just like the technology where it's just like oh, i can't do anything they with just this so i'm doing the best i can yeah no, they just no. hadn't hit yeah. it yeah they were in like mullets brute force <laughs> fell in that territory unfortunately i think yeah they're just like mullets it's <laughs> true. It's true. It's an awkward. It's an awkward face. Brute force, smallest of the gaming world. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, that has concluded our list of obscure games. Hopefully they were obscure. <laughs> Hopefully they are obscure. I don't know what we're talking. You know, about. we'll we'll see. they were obscure to us, and that's what counts because we're the counts. ones talking. But I mean, if you've heard of these games, if you had experiences in these games, let us know what they were. Also, let us know some other games that you may have played that you think. Would fall into the obscure. Bro Mogan needs to write category. in about Gex. He yeah, could tell us all about it. Obscure. Well, yeah. Bro Mogan, give us a give us a rundown of Gex. Hey, you should let him know that you just sent him a friend request. Oh yeah, oh, I sent yeah. you a friend request on PSN. <laughs> He's totally yeah, he passive aggressively not going to add you now. That's, That's yeah. the kind of personality yeah. he has. I saw Jared playing Overwatch. But he plays Overwatch. And I, want, I need more people to play Overwatch with he me. Jared, I saw Jared using Hanzo. It wasn't a He's a really sight. No, my bros is really <laughs> Today's good. Today's an off day. He's a good Zenyatta. Lie. He'll protect you. But, oh, what you're not talking about, though, is how I got a four, oh, kill, that's four kill with with Mc- uh, Deadeye as McCree. Yeah. Got the trophy. McCree. McCree. I saw the clip. It was oh, yeah. good. I showed you the clip to it was, rub it in it your face. It was real. It was real. I, I didn't want to say this, but I've done that before. Damn it! <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. I was so mad. Some, <laughs> some, I did on Elios. Some Torbjorn got some play of the tor- game on the back of my Gravitron pulse or whatever. Uh, like whatever Zarya's black hole is. Oh, the hole gravity. Is. The gravity. Yeah, the gra- oh. There we go. Like I totally well, saved us, but he got mm. all the credit and I was like, lame. That is Done lame. with That's this. Just <laughs> that was my play, you scumbag. That should be a curse word. That Torbjorn. That (laughs) Torbjorn. That Torbjorn. Becomes our generation's new fuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Torbjorn. Bjorn it. Give me a Torbjorn break. But, yes, please let us know any questions or comments or some games that you think are obscure. Email us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. But until next time, this has been Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Good night. And... Zachary Parks. They could listen to this in the morning. Good morning. Nah. <laughs> and Zachary Parks. Peace out. See y'all next time.